Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We're so quick to blame others for not only our problems, but the problems in our society. How do we ever come together when we're so focused on what everyone else is doing wrong? Pastor J.D. reminds us today how divisiveness is a huge problem in the church. That's the exact opposite of how we're called to live. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on October 16th, 2022. An accelerating of earthquakes and famines. Now, the data on this... It really speaks for itself, and it is irrefutable. It is undeniable that there has been a significant increase of major earthquakes. And to the prophecy from the mouth of the Savior Himself concerning these earthquakes being in places that you would not normally have an earthquake, especially an earthquake of that magnitude, and especially since we just had one of a major magnitude. You know, over the years I've been studying Bible prophecy for well nigh 40 years and teaching it for about as long, and This is one that I've been tracking. I shouldn't use that word, tracking. That's a horrible word these days. Following. Is that better? Following this particular prophecy. (laughs) And it's so interesting because the USGS, oh, they're basically, well, I've got to be careful. We haven't gone off of, uh, hang on to that. We're going to come back to this one. (laughs) It's really interesting. But their own data, their own data proves it without a doubt, not beyond a reasonable doubt. No, no doubt, unquestionable, unmistakable, irrefutable, exactly as Jesus said. Next one, this is revving up. Intensifying racism and national uprisings. Again, ethnic group rising up against ethnic group, nation rising up against nation, nation invading nation. Well, let's just take racism. One need look no further than to what we know today here in the U.S. as critical race theory. You know, Thursday night we were talking, uh, Pastor Mack and Pastor Leitu and I, and uh, I think it was Pastor Leitu who made an interesting comment. I never thought about it before. So you understand that uh, Pastor Leitu is Samoan, and Pastor Mack is African American, 
And I am, um, what am I? <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> well, I'm Middle Eastern. Doesn't that sound better than Arab? It does, actually. So Middle Eastern, we'll just kind of take the edge off a little bit. So Pastor Leitu makes this comment. I never thought about it. He's right. He goes, we're racist. I said, what are you talking about? He says, we have no pastors on staff that are white. (laughs) Well, we're fulfilling Bible prophecy. It's right here, I guess. I don't know. That's my story, and I'm sticking with it. Uh, Well, we needed that. (laughs) We needed that levity for this next one, as I'm sure you'll see, sadly. Growing divisiveness in the body of Christ. Stay with me on this, and please hear me out on this, okay? So, you know, when you read the Word of God, uh, sometimes I think we would do well to just kind of stop and ask some why questions, okay? So we know what was written to the Church of Philadelphia. We know that they were of little strength. We know that they were barely holding on. We know that the Lord's trying to encourage them. Just hold on a little bit longer. I'm coming quickly. Things are revving up. Not much longer now. Take heart. You've not denied my name. You've kept my word. The implication being that there were those who had denied his name and not kept his word. But it's this little strength thing that got me. And I want to share it with you, because the question needs to be asked, why was this church weakened? Here God had opened up a door that no man's going to shut. And if He shut the door, no man's going to open it. And He's encouraging them and establishing them and strengthening them. Why? Because they need to be strengthened. Why do they need to be strengthened? Why are they lacking strength? Here's a thought. It could very well be that they were weakened and a church of little strength by virtue of the vile and vicious slander that they were on the receiving end of. Oh, come on, Pastor, how, how are you getting there? Well, think about it. United we stand, divided we fall. Jesus said, a house divided cannot stand. So there had to have been maybe a divisiveness within the body of Christ, because the divisiveness would certainly explain the weakness, the weakening, the little strength that this church had. You need look no further than to division within a church, to see a church that is barely holding on, a church of little strength. I'll just say one more thing here and we'll move on. And please again, I, when I say things like the Lord knows my heart, I, 
you know, man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks upon the heart. And when I say it like that, what I'm trying to say to you is that what I'm going to say to you comes from a broken heart, because I am heartbroken over this. I see the viciousness within the body of Christ. I see the divisiveness within the body of Christ. And it's getting worse. And it's, can I use this word for lack of a better one, cannibalizing the strength of the church? Is it any wonder that the church has lost its power, its influence? You know, Jesus said that the litmus test by which they're going to know that we're his disciples is by our love one for another. Don't think for a second that Satan doesn't know that. So let's flip it around. If it's by our love one for another, that we're going to be known as disciples of Jesus, then wouldn't it stand to reason that if it's our slandering one of another, our backbiting, our gossiping, is it any wonder that the world wants nothing to do with the church when the world sees the church behave like this? You know, the proverb says, and I'm going a little bit further, but maybe I need to, just bear with me. The proverb says that the, the need of every man, woman, and child ever born in the history of mankind from the beginning is for unfailing love. His love never fails. This is another prophecy. The love of many will grow cold. So unloving. And here's this church, by the way, ironically, Philadelphia. The name is the nature. It's the Greek word phileia, where we get our word for brotherly love. This was a loving church. Jesus is the head, we're the body. You don't think this hurts the Lord? The way we treat one another. Last one, deepening deception on a global scale. I need you to think about this, okay? Everything heretofore, nation rising against nation, kingdom against kingdom, divisions, striving, mocking, scoffing, famines, earthquakes, et al. All of that is only temporal. But when it comes to deception, the ramifications are eternal. Let me explain. When the Lord comes and the world ends and it's the end of the age, there's no more earthquakes, there's no more any of that. The only thing that's going to matter now is eternal life. And if the deception is that there will be those who are deceived and taken away from Jesus as the Christ, well, that has eternal ramifications. 
That's why it is the most important sign and the most serious sign is because the ramifications are eternal. Well, I want to expound on this for the remainder of our time together today. So I want to begin with the meaning of the word that Jesus uses for deception in Matthew 24, verse 4. It's in the original language of the Greek. It's the word planao, which carries with it the idea of being led astray, away from the truth, and into error by way of lies and deceit. That's a pretty packed word, right? Deceive. Let no one deceive you. The Apostle Paul echoes this in his epistles, in fact, replete throughout his epistles. Don't be deceived. Let no man deceive you. His second letter to the Thessalonians chapter 2. There's going to come this powerful deception that God Himself is going to send. Why? Because they rejected the truth. And they've opened themselves up to the lie. It's deception. It's it's error. It's a leading astray, leading away from the truth the way, and the life. And there's no way to the Father except through Jesus. He's not a way, a truth, a life. He's the way, the truth, the life. He's the truth. He's the Messiah. He's the Christ. So, number one, deception revving up at the time of the end. Question, is deception revving up today in the world? Okay, here's a list. I had to narrow it down to five. That's not an easy do for me. I had like 105. Five demonic deceptions, which are a lie. And then I want to tell you the truth concerning said deceptions. And then I want to follow it up with Scripture. Uh, By the way, we did put together a PDF file that you can download of this chart. It'll be on the website. Line number one, Agenda 2030 slash climate change. Now, this one is a little tricky because there is climate change. However, they're the ones doing it. It's weather manipulation. It's geoengineering, which is the nefarious and evil agenda of destroying and thus controlling the earth everything in the earth, and all of those on the earth. Can I go back to what I couldn't say before when it comes to the earthquakes and the famines, by the way? They're killing all of the crops. 
They're burning all of the warehouses, and they're spraying all of the skies to do it. Interesting prophecy, oftentimes overlooked in Revelation chapter 11, verses 16 through 18. We've talked about it before, but basically it's a prophecy about God destroying those who destroy the earth. They're destroying the earth. They're controlling the weather. They're changing the climate to usher in sustainable development. Agenda 2030 previously known as Agenda 21. But because things are revving up, it's kind of like they had to also rev it up and move it closer. Because originally it was going to be 2050. They're like, no, it needs to be 2030 now. How about 2025? Of course, 2030 minus 7. Anyway, that's another possibility. Apparently they have to uh, get this show on the road, and they are. And this is revving up. And we've talked about this. By the way, out front, for those of you that are here, no charge. Nothing we do is it comes at any cost. We have some materials on geoengineering from geoengineeringwatch.org, Dane Wigington. A couple weeks ago I was listening to an interview that he did. He made a comment, really kind of hit me. He said, you know, we can avoid the injection, the poisonous injection, but you can't avoid the air that you're breathing in from the poison that's being sprayed in the skies. See, what they want to do is they want to, they want to kill all of the crops, all of the food supply, which we're going to talk about in a moment, so that they can have people eat genetically modified bugs, I guess, I don't know. GMO, you're familiar with GMO, right? You know what GMO stands for, right? Genetically modified organisms. Genetically modified organisms? I don't want that. Sounds like modifying genetics. Anyway, have a nice afternoon. We'll move on to (laughs) number two. Number two is the two-state solution. It's a lie. Here's the truth. The two-state solution is Hitler's final solution, repackaged for the extermination of the Jewish nation by the Antichrist during the seven-year tribulation. This is Zechariah chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, the dividing of Jerusalem. There are other prophecies as well. Line number three, which ties into line number one, the supply chain disruption and hyperinflation. Now you have to understand that age-old principle of supply demand. So if you've got a depleted supply and an increasing demand, you've got high prices. And conversely, if you have a good supply with a depleted demand, you have low prices, supply demand. So Satan knows he has a short time, so he's got to get these people that are his agents, that I am very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
I'm very candid about it when I say it. These are demon-possessed people. I would even argue that in some cases they may not even still be human, which we're going to talk about in a moment. But these are demon-possessed people. These are evil people that have believed the lie that they're gods. It's nothing new under the sun, right? This is the lie in, in the garden. So they, they fancy themselves as gods, and they're going to live forever. So, okay, we better get busy. So we need to destroy the food supply, disrupt, interrupt the supply chain. Because now that you have no supply, but the demand hasn't changed, now the prices are going to go up. And not only that, this whole thing about inflation, 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 come on. You know what they're doing? They're just printing money. They've got their laser printer. Just, hey, we need some more money. There's another trillion. There you go. And so it just gets worse. If you came to church today wanting, well, we're going to get there. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. I better keep moving. This is a controlled demolition, better said, disintegration of the global economy to usher in a cashless digital, biodigital economic system, Revelation 13, 15 through 18. Line number four, the fourth industrial revolution. It's a lie. Here's the truth. In concert with the Great Reset, this is transhumanism. And it comes via the mark of the beast, which will damn and doom all who receive it for all of eternity. Well, where's that? Revelation 14, 9 through 11. See, if you're no longer human, and your DNA has been altered, and you're no longer fully human in your DNA, and your DNA is not intact, well, you're unredeemable because Jesus came to redeem man, human. He became a man, fully God, fully man, to redeem man. And Satan knows this. He knows he's got a short time. He's got to get this transhumanism show on the road. And nobody's talking about this, right? Line number five. You knew this was coming, right? COVID-19 vaccination. It's a lie. First of all, it's not even a vaccine. Well, what is it then? Well, it's a genocide. It's a genocide under the banner of population control to control the population. Let me say the same thing in a different way. This so-called COVID-19, I'll use the word injection, is to kill as many people as possible to reduce the population in order to control the population. Where is that? Revelation chapter 6. The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. 
With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for Truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.